You are listening to the Courtship Code Podcast, where we use a combination of psychology, spirituality, and matchmaking industry techniques to help you to level up your love life. And I'm your host, relationship coach and author, Zara J. Don't forget to join us in our women's only Facebook group, Captivating Courtship Code, where you're able to continue the discussion, post questions for peer support, and also get free content and resources. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform. And thanks for listening. Hey, it's Zara J, host of the Courtship Code podcast and creator of the Captivating Courtship Code, which is my proven six-step process to teach women how to magnetize their love life, show up feminine and high value, and attract more compatible partners in less time and with less effort. And I'm sharing with you in this Passion Attraction Prototype Workshop, my signature eight passion attraction prototypes that I discovered over my years of matchmaking and relationship coaching singles from around the world. Now, when you watch this workshop, you're going to gain so much understanding about why you've been feeling emotionally wounded and frustrated when it comes to your love life and why you've been in these repeat cycles of attracting the same types of partners or the same types of experiences. In this 40-minute workshop, you're going to discover exactly what passion attraction prototypes you have. And most people are a combination between one to three different prototypes. So this way you can stop wondering and Googling and YouTubing, trying to figure out why you've been experiencing certain things, why you keep going through the same types of relationships. This is going to answer those questions right now. You're also going to save a ton of money, right? Because therapy, coaching, matchmaking, let's be real. Those are major investments, rightfully so. But for just $47, you can go ahead and start transforming your love life and get some information on key areas for you to shift specific to your prototypes. You're also going to finally be able to feel understood, to feel seen, to see exactly what it is that you're going through, which is just going to be able to give you a sense of relief and belief again in love. And I need you to restore your love life this year. So go to captivatingcourtship.com slash get PAP and get the Passion Attraction Prototype Workshop. As a bonus, I also threw in there the Passion Attraction Prototype Planner, which is a 30-day planner that has journaling prompts so you can start getting some clarity and insight on how to move forward. You're also going to get access to the Captivating Courtship Code mini audio course, which breaks down the six steps of the Captivating Courtship Code. All of this for just $47. So go to captivatingcourtship.com slash get PAP and get the workshop now. Hey, welcome to today's episode of the Courtship Code podcast. I'm your host, Zara J, and I am happy to be with you for another week. Um, Today, we're going to be talking about men liking the idea of you and not the real you and why you are experiencing this, what this really means, and getting to the roots of this phrase. This is a phrase that not only am I familiar with by hearing this from coaching clients, I used to hear it a lot from a lot of high achieving women, 
in matchmaking as well, but just being 100% transparent with you, this was a line that I used to say a lot. And I would say I really started working on my vulnerability journey around 2017. And matter of fact, I'm going to take it back a little bit further than that. In 2016, I started to become aware that there were some things within me that felt a little off concerning feminine energy and femininity. So I started my journey of trying to really understand femininity and feminine energy and doing my research and doing my readings and not just in what it means to be a woman who's in her feminine, but I also started doing a lot of historical research on ways that taking a group of women's femininity away was used as a war tactic in a way to basically make the women undesirable so that the men would no longer procreate with them. And this was a war tactic. Uh, you know, you can do your own research on it. It's been a long time since I read up on it, but it was really intriguing to me. And I came to that curiosity around 2016 because I noticed some shifts within myself. I One, I was um, very deep into like matchmaking and just in hustle mode. And I was just in a space where I felt like everything was business, business, business. Um, I didn't have a lot of, well, I did have close girlfriends that were like some of my best friends, but because I had recently relocated at that time, um, I didn't have them close to me. So I didn't have this feminine support system around me. I was becoming way more logical and reason oriented, leaned way more on my intellect in order to survive, in order to get by. I had to lean on my intellect in order to do business and engage with, uh, you know, the men who were around me who were very good friends and family members, but I had more male energy around me than feminine energy around me. So I noticed the shift within me and that something was off. And it made me start doing some research. Like I said, I started looking up how um, taking a woman's femininity away or particularly a group of women's femininity um, has been used as war tactics. Historically, I started looking into researching and really understanding feminine energy, what it means. But even then, it was still more so a theory and a concept. And when I would think about feminine energy or femininity, I would think about it in a very role-playing kind of way. Like a lot of the ways that you'll see on YouTube or sometimes on social media, the way that women, other women will describe feminine energy or femininity, it's very performative. It's all about how you look and how you speak and being the perfect fit and being the right woman. And it has a lot to do, honestly, in most cases with actually shrinking your value. And I know so many of these YouTubers and um, women who have feminine or hypergamy pages and stuff like that, I know that they mean well and I understand the message that they're trying to get out. And I do not by any means downplay the importance of looking good, of taking good care of your body, taking good care of your physical image, your physical appearance, and the weight that that actually holds in relationships and courting. I don't doubt that at all. However, that's not the root of it. And that's more of a symptom of your feminine energy and your femininity. It's not really the root. And so many people focus on, so many women focus on the surface level, the performative aspects of feminine energy and what it looks like to be a, fem, a feminine woman. 
that they don't actually embody the core energy and the essence. And when that is off for you, and when you have a hard time with your vulnerability, you have a lot of trust issues, a lot of insecurities, you're very guarded um, internally, you show up very anxious when it comes to men and relationships, you're always in your head and not enough in your heart and in your body, then it's very hard for you to truly be in your feminine energy. This is why I talk about this so much. This is something that we work on regularly on coaching calls and with the women in a program, because it is important for you to understand how to embody that energy. And when you embody that energy, it makes it even easier to do the performative stuff. But just because you're good at the performative parts of femininity doesn't mean that you actually embody the actual energy. So this phrase, you know, men like the idea of me and not the real me. I've used it in the past before I really started my femininity journey and my vulnerability journey, which I said was started about 2017. I can actually, I have a photographic memory. So I usually remember everything based upon where I was, what I had on, um, you know, where I was standing at that moment. But I, I actually remember when I started opening up more. And it's so interesting. If you actually listen to the episode, a couple episodes back, I think it's titled um, How One Educator Used the Captivating Courtship Code to Transform Her Love Life. That episode, she mentioned that she thought she was being vulnerable with her friends, but she realized that she actually wasn't. And, And that's pretty much a space that I have been in at that time too. I had to realize that there were a lot of things that I was struggling with internally, such as not being able to really ask for help, wanting to seem like I had all the answers and like I had it all together, being very, uh, I don't want to say bitter, but I was very resentful towards family or some friends who I felt as though, why aren't you helping me? Why aren't you doing more for me? Why aren't you supporting me more? Not realizing that I had conditioned them with my extreme independence or me not wanting to ask for help, me not wanting to tell them when something wasn't right in my life, me not wanting to really show any true emotion. I would have a hard time even showing excitement, um, showing when something really brought me joy. Yes, I could express, you know, something made me happy or something made me feel good, but those were kind of simple emotions. But even when something good came my way, it was hard for me to really own that feeling, really embody it. It was hard for me to really show too many emotions. Now, the thing was, I didn't have a problem with venting. I didn't have a problem with, you know, reading someone, or I didn't have a problem with letting things off of my mind or sharing my opinion on something. Um, I didn't have a problem with anger, right? I didn't have an anger, not saying that I had like anger issues because I didn't, but I didn't have a problem expressing that emotion, but I would shrink myself in other areas and other emotions. And I realized that I had to really work on my vulnerability and allowing myself to be seen. And if I wanted to have better relationships with the people around me, I wanted to improve the quality of my relationship. If I wanted to improve just the quality of even the relationships with my, you know, children, whoever, that 
I was going to have to allow myself to be seen. I was going to have to allow myself to be heard. I was going to have to allow myself to really connect with my authenticity. And that was not an overnight journey. Um, it honestly took me some years to even get to that point because it wasn't something that I was focused on intentionally. One of the benefits of coaching and the curriculum that I have and the coaching calls and the community and being able to get support, open up and have that that structure was that I didn't have that. So I had to work as a matchmaker and a coach and I'm working through my own stuff and having to show up for others, but I was still trying to figure out this energy within myself. And I didn't realize that this was an exact mirror of what I was seeing in so many of my high achieving, ambitious and successful female clients. And I tend to work with women who are very educated and intelligent and articulate and they are amazing women. There are women who know how to make life happen. But they tend to say this phrase. They tend to say men, I feel like men like the idea of me and not the real me. And once I discovered the passion attraction prototypes. And if you haven't already gotten that uh, workshop, I highly advise you to go ahead and get that 40 minute workshop so you can discover your passion attraction prototypes and the patterns that you have when it comes to relationships. But once I discovered those prototypes and I started understanding psychology and neuroscience and what you're attracted to and why and all the things that happens with relationships that people tend to not be as clear on. Once I put together the curriculum and I understood the patterns, then I became very aware of this phrase that I would hear all the time from women saying, men like the idea of me and not the real me. And this became like the go-to phrase that always stood out with those who had the trophy pattern. Again, if you haven't already checked out the Passion Attraction Prototype Workshop, go get that workshop. You can go to captivatingcourtship.com slash get P-A-P. The link will be in the show notes. You can check that out. But this became the go-to phrase for those who had the trophy pattern uh, prototype. They always say this phrase. It's like anytime I'm on a captivating session, anytime they reach out to me for coaching, I hear this phrase all the time. And what I realized is that for women who say this phrase is that they tend to exhibit consistent behaviors with men. And I'm going to share those behaviors with you in a moment, but they tend to share these behaviors consistently with men. They tend to take certain actions with men that's making them feel that way. So what are these, what are these behaviors? What are these tendencies? So the first one is that they tend to experience a pedestal shift. And I'll be talking about this more in some upcoming episodes, but this is something that I talk about a lot with my clients and coaching. I've talked about it on some live videos as well, where the funnel flips, meaning that first this guy is pursuing you, then he all of a sudden stops pursuing you, even though he was very hot and heavy at first. It was like the thrill of the chase. And then the funnel flips and you start chasing him. And you're putting these men on a pedestal, even though you are amazing and a prize and you're successful and you have all this goodness going for you, you still tend to do this with men. And this behavior means that, well, I'm not going to say what it means, but 
part of this, the reason that you're experiencing this is because you don't fully own or know your value and you don't know how to stand in that. Now, you may know you're a good woman. You may know that you're attractive. You may know that you have some great assets to bring to a relationship, but you don't know how to fully embody and own that energy. And that's okay. A lot of women don't. But because of that, it's really, really hard for you to stay on your power and to keep those pedestals even. The second reason why you are experiencing this and the behaviors that you're displaying is that you lack boundaries. And this is something that's really confusing and difficult for many high achieving, successful, ambitious women to admit or to own because you convince yourself that you have it all together and that you know what you're doing and that you have all the answers and that you got this, but you're constantly finding yourself in spaces and in situations where you're lacking boundaries. And it feels like a total contradiction of who you are and what you stand for. But this is something that I see across the board with women who say things like men like the idea of me and not the real me. The next thing is that you are a very articulate communicator, but not an effective communicator. And learning how to be an effective communicator does require you to learn some new communication skills that has to do with embodying your feminine energy. And this was something I can personally say took more work from me than some other changes that I had to make um, because I really, truly, truly, truly believe that because I was an articulate communicator, that I was an effective communicator. But an effective communicator understands how to get more of what they want without having to push and pressure and without having to use uh, a more masculine energy in order to get it. An effective communicator knows how to inspire and motivate Uh, a man to draw closer to them. An effective communicator understands how to hold space. You know, you don't have to fix, you don't have to suggest, you don't have to um, try to prove anything, prove how intelligent you are, prove that you're good enough or any of that. You know how to effectively communicate. And sometimes effective communicating, uh, communication requires you to not communicate at all and really knowing how and when to do that effectively to get more of what you want. So that was a skill that I really had to work on because I was so used to leaning on being an articulate communicator. I didn't realize that when it came to relationships and my relationship, I wasn't the most effective communicator until I was told. (laughs) Until he told me. But this was something that I had to work on. So this is something that I also see with so many women that are in coaching that it takes them a while to get comfortable and to get confident with learning how to communicate from a more feeling-oriented place, to use feeling statements, to communicate from their heart, to be more heart-centered, to lean more into their feminine energy, and to be comfortable with allowing themselves to be seen. Because if you're saying things like men, like the idea of you and not the real you, essentially what you're communicating is that you don't allow yourself to be fully seen. There's a discomfort, there's a shrinkage, there's something going on that's preventing you from allowing yourself to be fully seen and fully heard. And because you are not allowing yourself to be fully seen and fully heard, you're not showing up as the real you, you're only showing up as the idea of you. And that is a painful lesson that many women 
would not like to admit. But you've been showing up as a shell of you, an idea of you, a version of you with men and during courtship and relationships, it's not actually the best version of you. You're showing up with a version of you, but not the best version of you, not the authentic version of you. And so because of that, you keep projecting onto men that they like the idea of you and not the real you. And let me tell you something else. What's really interesting that I find happens often with a lot of women who have this pattern, especially for the trophy pattern, because they're attracted to, they're either attracted to men who are trophies as well, or they are putting the fact that this man has the power to give them commitment or marriage or relationship or family, whatever it is, they're putting those things as the trophy. So they place men on a pedestal because of that. And so with that, they create this fantasy of the man, this fantasy of what the relationship could be. They very early attach to the man and they start falling for the idea of the man and not the real man because they didn't, they didn't really take the time to really build a relationship and truly, truly get to know him. And even in the midst of getting to know him because they lack boundaries, because they put him on a pedestal, because they're not using effective communication, they're not even getting the real version of that man. They're, they're really just falling and clinging to an idea of him. So it's a deep projection that so many women put out, but they internalize it and they say, men only like the idea of me and not the real me. Now, the last thing that you need to know and understand is that if you want to shift this around, if you want to turn this around, then you really have to embody that captivating queen energy. You have to get better at connection and communication. Like those are some core things because if you can allow yourself to be fully seen, allow yourself to be fully heard, allow yourself to connect from the heart and you get comfortable with that, you will see a change in all of your relationships. You'll see a change in your work relationships, your family relationships, your romantic relationships. Now in coaching, I teach women a technique that I call learning to communicate from your throne. And it's a very powerful technique. It's so extremely beneficial. And as soon as we practice this in coaching, there's just a switch that goes on for these women. And it gives them a way to constantly go back to embodying that energy and have a reference point to reconnect and realign with their femininity. Even if they are having a hard day at work or they are very stressed out or they're having to figure out how to tap in and tap out of that masculine energy when they're with a man that they're courting or they're in a relationship with, having this technique and this point of reference is very, very, very beneficial to them. So before I leave, I just want to share and remind this to, with you that, um, you know, this can quickly be turned around. It can absolutely be changed. You just have to be clear about it. Be clear about what steps you need to take, how you need to change it, the energy shift that you need to make, and you need to be intentional about doing it. Okay. You will absolutely see significant changes. I've seen changes in the women that I work with and within the first eight weeks of coaching, that's when I see like drastic changes in them. But this is something that you can absolutely work through. But if you are struggling with this and feeling like men like the idea of you and not the real you, then like I said, you probably have the trophy pattern. So go get the Passion Attraction Prototype Workshop. It'll tell you what areas 
you need to start working on and you need to start shifting in order to break this pattern. Now, of course, it's not the full breakdown that you would get with the Captivating Courtship Code and with coaching, but it's going to give you a point of reference and a starting place. And you deserve a starting place. If nothing else, it'll give you a head start from where you currently are right now. So you can go and get that at Captivating Courtship dot com slash get PAP. And I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Make sure that you leave a testimonial. Let me know how this episode has benefited you. Share a screenshot on your stories on Instagram or Facebook, or leave a comment or send me a DM. I would love to hear from you, love to connect from you. And I hope that you have a wonderful week. Hey, it's Zara J, host of the Courtship Code podcast and creator of the Captivating Courtship Code, which is my proven six-step process to teach women how to magnetize their love life, show up feminine and high value, and attract more compatible partners in less time and with less effort. And I'm sharing with you in this Passion Attraction Prototype Workshop, my signature eight passion attraction prototypes that I discovered over my years of matchmaking and relationship coaching singles from around the world. Now, when you watch this workshop, you're going to gain so much understanding about why you've been feeling emotionally wounded and frustrated when it comes to your love life and why you've been in these repeat cycles of attracting the same types of partners or the same types of experiences. In this 40-minute workshop, you're going to discover exactly what passion attraction prototypes you have, and most people are a combination between one to three different prototypes. So this way, you can stop wondering and Googling and YouTubing, trying to figure out why you've been experiencing certain things, why you keep going through the same types of relationships. This is going to answer those questions right now. You're also going to save a ton of money, right? Because therapy, coaching, matchmaking, Let's be real. Those are major investments, rightfully so. But for just $47, you can go ahead and start transforming your love life and get some information on key areas for you to shift specific to your prototypes. You're also going to finally be able to feel understood, to feel seen, to see exactly what it is that you're going through, which is just going to be able to give you a sense of relief and belief again in love. And I need you to restore your love life this year. So go to captivatingcourtship.com slash get PAP and get the Passion Attraction Prototype Workshop. As a bonus, I also threw in there the Passion Attraction Prototype Planner, which is a 30-day planner that has journaling prompts so you can start getting some clarity and insight on how to move forward. You're also going to get access to the Captivating Courtship Code mini audio course, which breaks down the six steps of the Captivating Courtship Code. All of this for just $47. So go to captivatingcourtship.com slash get PAP and get the workshop now. If you've enjoyed this episode, then make sure you share it with family, friends, or any of your peers who may benefit from listening to the Courtship Code podcast. I'll be back next week with more tips to help you level up your love life. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform. And until then, stay on code.